Yes. Good morning, everybody. I'm Troy, and I'm an addict. Good morning, family. Good morning. Uh, happy Father's Day. Uh, it sucks that we're in here on Father's Day, but guess what? It's also awesome that we're in here on Father's Day because none of us are under a bridge today. None of us are trying to stay warm under a pile of newspapers. We're trying to stay cool, trying to catch the breeze coming out the back door of the library. Anybody feel that? Anybody understand that? Isn't it great we don't have to live that way today? Yes, sir, yes, sir it is. Um, I uh, This morning when I left the house, as, as usual on my trip here, I usually try to rack my brain for what I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't get out from behind uh, some of my own bad memories. Um, <clears throat> it was three years ago today at seven in the morning, I knocked on my father's door and uh, there was no answer. And I went inside and uh, he wasn't sitting in his chair. And any of us who have a overweight elderly parent, if they're not in their chair, something's wrong. Um, he wasn't in his chair and I started down the hallway and I heard him yell. Uh, and I made it to the bathroom and he was wedged between the toilet and the bathtub and had been there overnight. Um, and he was crying and upset and confused. Uh, and he was, he was in excess of 300 pounds, so it was very difficult for me to move him. And as I started trying to move him, I realized that I was, he had, he had some broken ribs. There was some bones that were, that were broken that were putting him in more pain by me trying to move him. And uh, I called the ambulance and he yelled at me, told me, don't call the fucking ambulance. I'll be fine. <laughs> Anybody got that dad? Um, so the guys from the ambulance got there and I, when I was on the phone with them, I said, uh, I said, you know, you're going to send, you're going to have to send some strong gentlemen. I said, he's a big man and he's going to, he can't get up on his own. So the two EMTs that came in to the house that day, were this big, each one of them. They walked in and my dad's a racist. I've talked to you guys, some of you guys about that before. I was raised in a household where racism was normal. And uh, I was not normal because I didn't comply with it. Um, my first racist interaction with my father that I knew it was deeper than I thought. I was dating a, a black girl named Samantha and uh, I brought her over we walked in the house and his first words were get that and out of my house and not needless to say we didn't date much longer um she would not put herself in that situation but the first words out of my dad's mouth was a racist slur to the emts and the whole reason i'm talking about this is because that moment where he let hate spew out of his broken body to the people that were going to help him did not stop the people that helped him. I wouldn't have thought twice if the large black man that was there to help my father had turned around and said, fuck you, right after that remark. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, have, wouldn't have slowed me down. I'd have been like, well, yeah, he deserves that. But they didn't. So I'm talking about us up here, staff, up here now. 
We push through things that we don't like. We get treated poorly sometimes in ways that we shouldn't. Um, we react sometimes in ways that we shouldn't. Uh, sometimes we, we push the envelope a little far on our end because what we want out of you is more than you're willing to give. So I'm likening that moment where my father was literally disrespecting and degrading the man that was there to help him. But the man that was there to help him didn't stop. He did his job. He helped my father. He put him on a stretcher and he got him in the ambulance. 11 days later, my father was gone. <clears throat> my favorite story to tell about my dad was, uh, I have three kids. I'm with my kids and I had brought my dad in tow one time to the grocery store. And I had a little thing, a little game I used to play with my kids to keep them in line. Um, everybody, everybody's been to the grocery store with the child before. They grab shit off the shelf. They put candy in the cart when you don't know it. So what I did for my kids is I told them that when you walk in the grocery store, that you have to hold on to your head like this because those lights up top have vacuum cleaners in them and they'll suck your brains right out the top of your head if you're not holding on tight. So I told him, I said, you got to hold on tight, hold, push down, hold on tight. So I'm walking through the store with three children behind me like this. I didn't say shit. I just, we came in the door. As soon as we got in the door, they all put their hands up on top of their heads and we're walking through. And, and I also told him it's a real easy way to understand how daddy's going to treat you at the grocery store. If you ask for it, the answer will be no, period. I don't care what it is. If one of you asks for something for all of you, none of you get anything. So I made a rule that you couldn't touch things and you couldn't ask for things in the grocery store. However, if you didn't touch anything, if you didn't ask for anything, there are ways you can convince me that you need something. So what my kids would do is stuff like this. They'd be like, hey, dad, look at that folder. That folder's cool, right? That thing would look cool in my backpack, I bet. I know they want it, but they didn't ask for it. So if we can make it through the, the trip at the grocery store with you out without asking for something, if there was something that you noticed that would improve your quality of life somehow, I'm going to get it for you. Where that backfires is standing at the, at the checkout with that candy rack right here. When my youngest reached down and picked up one of them baby bottle pops, you know what those are? She picked up that baby bottle pop and she goes, Daddy, can I have this? The other two went, shut up, stop it. And I just stood there smiling. And my dad said, man, he goes, I, he goes, I can't believe some of the stuff you've done with these kids. He said, what makes you such a good dad? And I looked him dead in the face and I said, I'd do everything that you didn't do. And it did not, it went just like that. He did not like hearing it. But at the same time, he respected what I had to say. I learned how to be the man I am by watching a very, very strong, smart man with no integrity and no moral compass run through his life. I chose to be a better human being than he did. Uh, my actions are the actions of the father I wish I had.
Um, I love my dad. Don't get me wrong. I'm mad respect. You're an old asshole, but you're still good. He was a good hearted man. He just misdirected. He grew up in a different time than, than we did. Um, things were accepted then that aren't accepted now. Uh, I heard my father use the N-word in a cracker barrel at 9 a.m. in the morning talking to an employee. And I thought to myself, how are you not killing this customer right now? Like, as an employee, you shouldn't be disrespected. But the one thing that my father did impress upon me that is important that I have never let down is if you say it, make it true. If you have... Anybody ever break their word to their dealer? Amazing. No hands went up. Did you ever break your word to your girlfriend on your way to your dealer? So the integrity that we hold for the negative impact in our life should not, should not outweigh the integrity that we hold for the positive impacts of our life. My father taught me a lot of wonderful things. He was a, a brilliant man and the king of the one-liners, but he had some real bad personal issues, some real bad ones. Um, and they changed the way I, they changed the way I interact. Uh, I'm sad that my dad's gone, but I'm very happy that he's no longer here. So he didn't have to be part of this COVID mess, see all the political unrest that's happened over the past 10 years. Um, he witnessed some of it, but as of 2018, he didn't have to worry about it anymore. Um, he, I don't know how he would cope with the fact that he has a, uh, bisexual granddaughter and a granddaughter that's dates interracially primarily. Um, I think those things would have made him say things that would be hurtful to my children. Um, so I'm grateful that my father passed when he did. I'm sad that he's gone. I miss him. But I'm grateful that he gave me the instruction that he gave me. And I'm grateful that he was able to live his days out to the point where it was just about enough for an old racist fat man like him. Um, but the most important thing that he taught me is to be a man of your word. Uh, I don't lie. I did a lot. I was a manipulative, lying drug addict for a long time. But I have learned in my clean time how important your word is, especially to an addict. There's one of you in this room that I've ever lied to. Raise your hand right now, please. There will never be a hand up behind that statement because I don't tell lies. I don't make manipulative remarks. If I don't have a good answer for you, I'll say, I don't know, but I promise I'll check. Um, I make sure that if I make you a promise, a suggestion that I know it's true and I know that I can come through with it. Um, I do my very best to be integral with everything I say. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm better or worse than anybody with that. I'm just saying that that is a point of pride for me, something I never thought I would be able to say, uh, that I'm a true, honest, sincere human being. Um, the most important thing of this whole discussion is merely this. 
Try not to be disrespectful to the people that want to help you. Try to understand that we all come from a different place with different influences. Um, sometimes just getting through a conversation without cussing might be a real challenge for somebody. Me. Uh, so take, take days like this, you know, Father's Day, and try to use it to honor the person who was the strong male influence in your life. Um, you don't have to be the birth father to a human being to be their dad. You don't need to be the birth mother to a child to be their mom. And you certainly don't have to have been born to anybody to respect them. Respect everybody the way you expect them to respect you. Um, and know that if you treat people disrespectfully, the odds of them treating you disrespectfully in return is pretty good. Yeah, you're right. So today, let's applaud the men that have been positive influences in our lives. And let's wish all of them happy Father's Day with our applause right now. And my favorite meme ever is the one that says, if you don't know your daddy, I'll step in where you need me. And I, my artist name is G-Dad, and there's a lot of people that are very hesitant to call me that. Uh, there's a lot of people that call it call me dad too comfortably. But I, uh, I have learned that sometimes just being a strong male figure in the room is all it takes to give somebody a sense of comfort and understanding. Um, so try to be that strong male figure. And remember, most importantly, that anything that happened yesterday is already over. It's already gone. There's nothing you got to do. to. There's no eraser. There's no eraser that you can work to make it go away. It's there. It happened. But it's over. And right now, you're dealing with right now. And tomorrow, you'll deal with tomorrow. But let's not worry about that. Let's just worry about right now. My favorite example ever is you take three buckets, you put them on the floor, you write today on the middle one, yesterday on the first one. And tomorrow on the next one, if you put one foot in yesterday and one foot in tomorrow, the only thing you can do in today is take a shit. So let's not live that way anymore. Uh, if I do this right, we can all go smoke. Um, today, I want you guys to practice being grateful, being kind to each other and being love in the room. There is none. And I am crushing this shit for every thing that happens to me today no matter how good or bad it is no matter how hard a memory might hit me I will be grateful for every interaction I have with another human being or plant or animal on this plane of existence I will be kind and when I walk in that room it smells like diesel fuel and old socks I will be love where there's none who's happy they're clean today I am Who's happy they're sober on Father's Day? Yeah, me too. Who's going to honor the memories of the positive male role models in our world today? I am. I am too. Who's going to stay sober right now? I am. And right now? I am. And right now? I am. Let's just keep that going all day.
What are y'all doing here today? That seemed a little subdued. What are y'all doing here on this Sunday? One more time for the black and whites. What are y'all doing? I'm Troy. I'm an addict. Thanks for letting me share. Now we can go smoke for 10 minutes. If anybody...